Welcome everyone to Couch Potato Diary on this Wednesday. My name is Peter Klein. Thank you very much for tuning in today. A reminder, rate, review, subscribe wherever you can. Like this video, subscribe to the channel on YouTube, and follow me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I'm at PrimetimeKlein, twitch.tv slash PrimetimePK, and you can email this show, CouchPotatoDiary at Yahoo.com. I know we're going with the uh, always dangerous natural lighting the last few days, it gets dark early and I get sad. So I like to have the natural lighting. So that's why we are doing it today. Um, all right, the focus of this show today is all about Hockey Canada as we get ready for whatever a Four Nations Cup is going to look like for uh, for this coming up soon, I guess. Um, so we're going to look at what the Hockey Canada roster could look like if we were going to do that tournament. So that is what the focus of this show is going to be. A uh, reminder, I, I say it all the time, twitch.tv slash primetimepk, finally taking it seriously. Um, the last three days we've done streams. Two have been on wrestling. Uh, that was today's and Monday's. Uh, yesterday was all about the sport of hockey, looking at the Calgary Flames rebuild. So that's what we did uh, over there, having a lot of fun on those, posting the videos always up here uh, on YouTube for those of you who are watching. And I did the Flames one yesterday. I do plan on releasing that as like a... Uh, live chat thing. Not going to do the whole thing because there's a lot of stuff in there just about the game and that would not make uh, for a very good podcast. But uh, we talked a lot about the Flames in there, so going to re release that as a podcast sometime here in the next couple of days. So that is what was going on there. But now let's get into um, what I'm sure I'm going to bat a thousand on this and everyone's just going to completely agree with these selections. These are the Hockey Canada Picks. All right, um, so our first line, and maybe it's not the most prudent or whatever, but I just want to see it. My first line is Crosby, McDavid, Marchand. Um, like Crosby, Bergeron, Marchand has been the line for forever, every time Hockey Canada has anything, since those guys have been put together way back when. Um, Bergeron's gone. I think McDavid's a fine replacement, and I just want to see Crosby and McDavid on the same line. Is that so much to ask? So that's, that's what I am doing. Uh, I have a second line of Connor Bedard, um, Nathan McKinnon, and Mitch Marner. I think that, like, Marner being a setup guy for Bedard makes this line ridiculous. Um, also, for, like, Marner can score. Uh, McKinnon is someone who can absolutely fly up and down the ice. And um, if we were almost any other time, if anyone else was on this team, aside from Connor McDavid, McKinnon would be like absolute slam dunk number one, uh, number one center on this team. But we'll, we'll, we'll center for um, putting him as a number two. But I, I think that that line, like the, the top line, obviously, like McDavid can create wherever. Crosby is still excellent. Marchand um, is going to be able to generate. So goal scoring, I don't think is going to be an issue for this team. As we go to the third line, uh, Stamkos, Point, and Stone. Um, I had some, we, we can shuffle these lines around and I'll, I'll explain that in a minute, but, uh, Stamkos still has got it. And again, lethal shot. Braden Point, continue, like, his ability to play in big games, um, his ability to play with pace, his ability to put the puck in the net and set up other teammates, I think is going to be extremely valuable on this team. And Stone, I have talked about him with the Vegas Golden Knights. He is an identity setter. He is someone who you notice as soon as he steps on the ice, the mood changes. He is that good. And so I, I think having someone out there who can play that big physical style of hockey, he's fine foot speed wise. He can keep up. So I, I think having him out there with Point and Stamkos, um, I like I, I think that line works. I, I just do. Um, and then the fourth line, I have Barzell, Shifley, and Hyman. 
Um, that one's just kind of everyone thrown together. The one thing that I am lacking on this team is uh, defense of the forward group. And I think Canada has been caught at times trying to, I guess specifically at the World Juniors, but just in general, they've been caught at times trying to just make everything stack up perfectly. Like, oh, we need, we're not going to get the best four centers. We're going to get the best first line center, the best second line center, the best third line center, the best fourth line center. Um, and then you get Rob Zamner on a team. So... I, I think just getting the 12 most talented Canadian forwards is probably a good thing. But I am, for my fifth, uh, for my extra forward, I am going Ryan O'Reilly. Um, just a, a look ahead. Goaltending might be an issue here. It just might be. And so I think if we want something a little bit more defensively responsible, you can put O'Reilly in for Shifley and your defense shoots through the roof. And then you could even switch Barzell with Stone and have a fourth line, kind of a shutdown line of Stone, O'Reilly, and Hyman and roll it out that way. Just talking through it, I might like that a little bit better, actually. And then have Barzell with Point and Stamkos out there. But I think the initial line that I went with, uh, Barzell, Shifley, and Hyman, like, again, there's just, there's a lot of offensive talent on there. Um, Barzell, excellent playmaker. Shifley, really good finisher. And Hyman can be a really good puck retrieval type of a guy who can also, again, set up guys and put the puck in the net. And so I think you, you have with this group, with, Stam with uh, Crosby, McDavid, Marchand, uh, with Stamkos, McKinnon, and Marner, um, or sorry, Bedard, McKinnon, Marner, Stamkos, Point, Stone, uh, Barzell, Shifley, Hyman. Like, those are four lines that can just put the puck in the net, right? And I think that is going to be how Canada is going to have success in any of these tournaments for the next little bit until we get goaltending figured out, is it just the offense has to come in waves and the the rest of it be damned, you know? There, there are a couple obvious, uh, I think, um, omissions from this forward group. John Tavares would certainly be one of them. And if you wanted to put Tavares on there over Shifley, you're not going to get a ton of argument from me. I just think with the type of team that I've put together here where there is quite a bit of speed and talent on there, I think Shifley kind of fits this a little bit better than um, post-Apex John Tavares. Still a fine player, but not one of the elites in the NHL. And I think Shifley, especially with how he's played this year, is one of the more high-end offensive players in the league. Saw a lot of these that were written at the beginning of the year that had Jonathan Huberto in there. Obviously, that's not not an area where I think he, you're going to see Jonathan Huberto now. Um Saw some Carter Verhage um, thoughts out there that that certainly is one. You you could absolutely go with a, a Carter Verhage. Um, again, just like pure goal scoring wise. And But I, I think having O'Reilly as uh, an extra forward to give you a bit of a look. Like you could just put an extra offensive guy out there just to roll with it. But I think having... Um, someone out there who is a bit more defensively responsible, who can play a bit of a different style of game, helps you kind of mix and match, especially if you're just playing the Americans for four games or whatever the, the series is going to be. So that's my forward group. Again, one more time. Um, Crosby, McDavid, Marchand, Stamkos, McKinnon, Marner. Um, or sorry, Bedard, McKinnon, Marner. Stamkos, Point, Stone. Um, Barzell, Shifley, Hyman with Ryan O'Reilly as my extra center. On the blue line, I'm going Makar and Taves as the number one. I, um, they've, they've done this in the past with um, certain pairs, and I'm actually doing it twice. Um, Makar and Taves is the best defensive pair in the National Hockey League. I don't know if it's particularly close, quite frankly. And so I want that in something that is as quick as this. I want that immediate chemistry with those guys together. Um... I think, again, like for the, a team that I think is going to have to outscore some of their problems, Kale McCarr is going to be very important. And 
having someone who he is comfortable with, with the style of hockey that he plays, I think is going to be very important to try to, to keep that going and just let him be as comfortable as possible and hit the ground running as quickly as he can with that group. So I have Taves and Makar as my top pair. My second pair is Petrangelo and Shea Theodore. Um, Petrangelo has been in a number of these spots before and is still really good. And Shea Theodore while sometimes can go a little bit quiet, I still think has all the talent to be one of the top defensemen in the National Hockey League. And again, I think a familiarity with him and Petrangelo in this spot can really help grow this, um, help him grow into this role and just be as comfortable as possible right away. And then my third pairing, I have Josh Morrissey and Dougie Hamilton. Uh, Morrissey, you guys know, if you've listened for any length of time, Morrissey has blossomed into one of the best defensemen in the National Hockey League. So I, I just, I I don't, I don't see a world where I'm not putting him on this team. I, I love, again, the, the skating ability. I love everything that he can do. And the, the offense is certainly there. The upside is absolutely 100% there for this player. And for Dougie Hamilton, again, is someone who is such a gifted skater, sees the ice so well, and is someone who, like, offensively, defensively, you can just trust him going forward. Um, and then my extra forward, or my extra defenseman, sorry, is Morgan Riley, um, who I think, because he plays on a team that struggles defensively, I think Morgan Riley kind of gets a bit more, he gets lumped in to all the problems defensively in Toronto. I think Morgan Riley with this flame, or with this flames, Jesus, yeah, Morgan Riley would fit with the flames. Uh, but Morgan Riley with this, um, with this Canadian group, you can put him in in any of these situations. If you need him to be a bit more offensively inclined, he can do that. If you need him in the defensive zone, he's fine at it. So that, that would be my seven. Makar Taves, Theodore Petrangelo, and Morrissey Hamilton. And then between the pipes, um, I'm going Aiden Hill, my number one. Uh, he just won the Stanley Cup, but, and I, I think he is, I think he would do all right. Um, Darcy Kemper is the two, and Marc-Andre Fleury is the three. And you can really see now why there is concern about Canada in this. Like, we just, we haven't had that goalie hit, right? And we all thought Carter Hart was going to be that dude. And he very, very, very clearly is not that guy. Um, we, I think, all kind of hoped Carey Price would keep that mantle a little bit longer. Um, obviously, that that's not the case. Jordan Bennington has, I think, lost it as well, despite what um, people in St. Louis would like, and despite what people who want the Edmonton Oilers to trade for him would like. So you, it just kind of whittles down to these guys being the ones who, um, who you're relying on. And that is where it really becomes a bit of an issue when you look at what, I guess specifically because it sounds like it's going to be Canada against the US, Finland against Sweden, and then the winner of those brackets will face each other. Um, because the Americans can go with like Demko and Hellebuck, it, you get a little bit concerned going up with, well, we have Aiden Hill and Darcy Kemper. So you could kind of alter this team to go like a little bit more defensively responsible for sure. Like find six stay-at-home defensemen to just clog up the lanes and just like one three one trap this motherfucker to a two one uh game and just kill the sport in North America for the next fifteen to twenty years. You could absolutely do that and get a bunch of uh forwards who would be a bit more defensively responsible out there and try to to slow things down that way. But I think that the Amer like th this American team is so good. And that's why I think it's important to get this tournament going. If you do want to grow this sport in the States, which they should, this is kind of a dream team 
for the Americans, right? Like just off the top of your head, like Matthews, um, the, both Kachucks, right? The, all of the Hugheses right there. We've got like eight players. Like the, this is, and we, we already talked about the goalies, right? With, with, um, with Hellebuck and with Demko. So this is absolutely a time where the Americans have this opportunity to shine. And that's why I, I think getting, and I, I think why they're just kind of throwing this together before you get to Olympics and then World Cups and stuff like that. But this should have been happening a while ago because nothing gets the old US of A going, like the ability to chant USA, 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 and to see their people do the best. And th this is a real opportunity for them to do the best. Like Canada's fine. Like you, we just went through this roster. It's insanity how good this team is. And it's also insane how maybe not close to the Americans they are. And so the, the strategy I went with is just kind of hoping you can outscore some of your problems and get the Americans into a bit of a track meet, but it's going to be tough. It's going to be really, really tough. Uh, but th this has the opportunity to be, I think kind of a golden time for the Americans, but this is, I feel pretty comfortable with this Canadian squad. So that is the, uh, the main portion of the show today. Let's get into today's ticket. All right, we got four games on the ticket today. Again, it has not been a banner week here, but we're looking to bounce back. Are we chasing it a little bit? Maybe. Uh, up first, we got the Sacramento Kings plus 107 against the LA Clippers. Yes, uh, Sacramento just played last night, but I, I am still not buying into all the Clippers hype, so give me Sacramento in that spot. In the uh, Also in the NBA tonight, Lakers minus 6.5 against Detroit. Pistons are bad, okay? Um, and so only six and a half against the, the Pistons. I will jump on that all day. Couple in the NHL, the Kings are playing really good hockey right now. I like them minus one and a half against the Washington Capitals and the Montreal Canadiens plus 115 against Columbus. I've been burned a couple times now going against Columbus thinking they're a bad team. I still think they're a bad team and I think Montreal's a little bit better. Um, they have hit a bit of a wall as of late, but I do think they're a better hockey club than what Columbus is putting out on the ice right now. So that is what I'm going with. And that is today's show. Thank you all so much for tuning in tomorrow it is going to be a look at our nfl power rankings for the week um and then friday is a busy show we have our mania plans that we're going to do we have a ufc preview because this ufc card is actually really good and we also have um the nfl preview for the week so that is what's coming up this week again you can find me on social media twitter instagram and tiktok i'm at primetime klein twitch.tv slash primetime pk and you can email the show couch potato diary at yahoo.com while also finding the show on facebook um on twitch we have been busy and hoping to get up there at least one more time this week um and that's it remember uh leave a rating if you're listening um subscribe to the channel uh or subscribe to the podcast sorry for listening on YouTube, if you're watching, subscribe to the channel, like the video, and leave a comment. All those things greatly help. Thank you guys so much. I will talk to you all later. Have a good day, everybody.